Welcome to this podcast about Generation Z. Today we're going to be talking to some uh, Malvern Generation Z people about what they think. Matt Ford, what do you think makes a great ad? Since we see branding everywhere around social media, we see billboards when we're driving, everywhere is trying to sell you something. What do you think really catches your attention? I think uh, what makes a good ad is like being in a time and a place and having like a good connection with the customer. Like obviously if you see a billboard um, for a hoagie at like 12 o'clock, that's going to intrigue you to maybe get a hoagie and, and that business is helping. You're supporting that business. I would agree. Owen? Uh, I think that the best advertising comes with something that has like a catchy jingle or like a um, quote that they use like in certain commercials you'll see. Um, like car commercials or anything like that, use like a funny jingle and that'll help you remember. So that makes the ad good. GJ? Yeah, I agree with that one. I think a good ad needs to be uh, creative and it has to like catch your eye. And yeah, I, th- I also agree with Matt. It has to be like a certain time and place. Like if you're driving down a highway, you see a Wawa uh, billboard, you know, it's Hokey Fest, you know, that will catch your eye. And yeah. Okay. Like a good ad like needs a good song that you can remember like after the fest. So like like Owen said, if like a jingle, you would remember it like after, and you want to go get it. Brendan, uh, I think uh, something that uh, makes a good ad is just it's just like you know short and sweet because it really just sticks in your mind when it's like you know just like a sh- little short message or just something subliminal, anything like across that. Country. Very good. Um, another question we had about ads is today's ads being more targeted at teens are more meme based, as they said. Uh, for example, here we have from Wendy's is a tweet they posted. Thanks for keeping it 100 emoji fresh, never frozen homies. This can show that they're trying to target. They know what they're targeting, what range they are targeting. They're going after the teens and they're trying to figure out what they want, which is another thing talking about uh, the time of the ad also. So Generation Z also is on multiple different platforms. We see some other generations, like maybe our parents, who only use Facebook or something along that lines. Um, do you think that you act differently on different platforms? And what kind of platforms do you use? Um, well, me, I use uh, Snapchat, Instagram, um, and Twitter. And I think that... Um, Every social media is different, and every social media targets like a different crowd. Obviously, like Twitter's uh, anywhere. You could be 100 to probably about 15, 12 years old, but it, it's generally in the range of like the, 30, the 30s. Mm-hmm. And Instagram's more younger, uh, like a younger population. And uh, I think that if you attack the Instagram, um, if you attack like if you put an ad on Instagram, a younger crowd will see it. And if you have the right uh, ad, then mm-hmm. it would do well. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I think that uh, companies should look at different social medias to put different ads and place them for the right people. Uh, oh, and what are your opinions? And do you think you act differently on different social medias? So, yeah, I think the top two platforms I use are Instagram and Snapchat. And I think I act the same way on both and in real life. You know, my personality doesn't really change um, or I try and manipulate anything that I'm not on social media. Yeah, I agree with uh, what Ford and uh, Bergen said. Uh, 
the two platforms I mostly use is uh, Snapchat and Instagram. And Wendy's, what they're trying to do, they're trying to attack like the young buyers because like it's kind of easy to uh, get a, a teenager's attention. And uh, yeah, Karen. Uh, yeah, I think Snapchat is like the most like heavily like ad platform I see. Like every like three Snapchats, you see like an ad. Definitely. Yeah, I would agree with that. You definitely scroll through Snapchat and you see ads that are directed for the certain age people, the teenagers, the young 20s, and they want to go get them to buy their products. Brendan? Uh, going back to about using different terms on uh, different platforms, the main platforms I use are Snapchat and Instagram. And I think um, I'm a little more like laid back and at ease with Snapchat because on Instagram I have more um, like family members and like older people that follow me and stuff like that. And then when you're on like a platform like Snapchat where it's mainly just you and your friends because it really only targets like the younger audience, you just feel like, uh, you know, like there's like, less pressure on you and stuff like that. Thank you. So our next question is going to be about cause marketing. Now cause marketing is defined as a type of corporate social responsibility in which a company's promotional campaign has the dual purpose of increasing profitability while bettering society. Uh, do you support this? And what are the causes that you support within uh, the cause marketing? Um, I definitely support cause marketing because um, it creates a competition between um, competitors. Say if you're trying to sell a hamburger and um, another company down the street trying to sell a hamburger and you basically can just say, well, I'm not killing animals because I'm selling a veggie burger and stuff like that. Crazy competition. Owen? Um, I also think that um, it's good to have um, a lot of cause market. Like if there were only one or two companies that use it, it wouldn't be good. But now that you see a lot of people because it keeps like prices fair. Um, for example, like you could, if you're the only, you know, company in the, um, like area that's using cause marketing, your, pr your prices can go way higher and people buy them cause they think, Oh, it's better. But when there's more of the companies than the prices, like say at a decent, um, spot. And I honestly think a great example would be AT&T, Verizon and Sprint. They kind of all go after each other saying like, Oh, our prices are better and they keep prices fair. Mm -hmm. I agree. GG. Yeah. Uh, Mostly those type of companies are really just trying to get as much buyers as they can. And uh, kind of like what Bergen said, that they just try and make theirs, make their product sound better than the others. And they're just trying to do their best to get as much buyers as they can. Mm -hmm. Karen? Uh, yeah, I think cause marketing can be like really beneficial sometimes because it makes you like, it's good for like society and it like makes you... Like yeah, and it betters the people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I know. Uh, I know. There's like a shoe company that most people know called Tom's, where they they sell um, every pair of shoes that um, they sell. They give another to people who actually need shoes uh, for like people in poverty. So when you buy shoes from like a company like that, you feel better about yourself, and it kind of leads you into you know buying those shoes. I definitely agree. So the last topic we're going to touch on today is uh, where and like when do you watch like videos online? Do you watch more TV or would you say you do more online watching on like a Netflix, uh, Hulu, uh, maybe even YouTube? Uh, so Matt, we'll go with you first. So what are some of the top platforms you watch and do you still watch standard TV? 
Um, honestly, I do not really watch standard TV as much. Say if there's a sports game on, I'll obviously go on and watch uh, a game. But I uh, use YouTube, Hulu, and Netflix. And the the weird thing about Hulu and Netflix is they have ads every uh, couple of minutes. And Netflix really kind of strayed away from the ads. They don't really use ads, which I like about Netflix. Um, so I think the most that I watch, I definitely still watch, um, just regular TV, you know, hanging out in like on the couch and cause especially, uh, the most TV I probably watch is just, um, sports, you know, whether it's a football game or basketball or anything like that. Um, but I do also watch, like I watch a lot of YouTube, um, and I also watch Netflix. Yeah. Um, mostly what I watch if there's nothing good on TV, usually I just browse on uh, YouTube and I don't really like watch Netflix and stuff. I just mostly go on YouTube if there's nothing good on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, probably my top three platforms are Hulu, TV, and YouTube. Because who with Hulu you can also buy like HBO subscriptions, Showtime, and like other platforms within Hulu so you can watch movies in there and stuff. And also TV, I probably watch. I would say that I definitely watch like Netflix and YouTube uh, and then TV, Netflix and YouTube. I watch a little more than TV because of TV. You can never really like some, there's going to be times when there's nothing good on. And if you don't have Netflix or if you don't use YouTube a whole lot, then that, you know, you're kind of in like a situation where on YouTube or Netflix, you can just look up whatever you want to watch and, you know, just watch it right away and, when you're bored, you can just look up something else. It's just very accessible and easy. I definitely agree. This is a great conversation we were able to have with some Generation Z people at Malvern, and I hope we can uh, further understand what this generation's about. Thank you. Thank you very much.